welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 659, recorded live on Saturday, November 14th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who needs to name a fruit that starts with A, Dave Pillay. Apricot. And the man who's going to name a fruit that starts with B, Andy Lowe. Hi. Banana. Would you like to continue playing this game? (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, would you like to continue playing this game? I'm not sure. Like, um, sure? Cherry? Cherry, yep, cherry is a fruit. Cherry. That starts with a C. Yep. I'm going to go with date. Okay, That that is also a fruit. That starts with D. That puts me at an E. Yes. I need a fruit that starts with e mm-hmm huh this is very early to get stumped <laughs> and i feel like i've i've endive is a radish that's not a fruit nope i i feel like i shouldn't be getting stumped this early it's late i'm really tired i'm not looking this up though i'm i'm sitting here and i'm thinking a fruit that begins with e mm-hmm a fruit meanwhile be- like the listeners all our listeners are like, it's this thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, um, shit. Do you want me to give you a pass on this one? Fruit that begins with an E. No, I do not. And I, <laughs> Kate, I appreciate it. I refuse. Fruit <laughs> uh, that begins with an E. I'm like going down a grocery store, right? And thinking of like, what is, what is there? All right, we're going to do spelling bee rules, Andy. Yes. So we both we both have points, right? Mm-hmm. So uh I I I don't have an E, so I pass it to you, sir. Elderberry. Yep, that's what Kate said too. Yep. And that's the because she said it, I, I refuse to take charity on this. <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> How many do you have, Andy? Oh, I I know the whole alphabet. You have now. all. You know the whole alphabet. Yes. Do you remember? Did we ever play the state? We had to play the state. Yes, the, yes, and that's the, the one. Game. What's really funny though is Dave. So you had yes. E. If you had gotten elderberry, yeah. I would have gone with fig. Then yes. you'd be at G. Okay. Grape. Yep. I would do H, which would be a honeydew melon, and then you okay. would have I. Can you yeah. think of any fruit? Are there no fruits that begin with I? There, there are a handful of fruits that begin with I. I bet you none of them you've ever heard of. <laughs> Probably not. So this is really an unfair game. But it, it, on the surface, you're like, okay, let's play a game. Let's name fruits that start with the letters of the alphabet. Like, yeah, Here, you can like go first. Go so with easy. A. Yeah. yeah. Jerk. <laughs> yeah no these are these are things that you know isaacs are like hey let's name fruits that start with letters of the alphabet and i start going through there and i hit e and i'm just like what the f- what the- <laughs> e there's uh, gotta be an e there's yeah. gotta be an e and then i Elder you know we do an e and then f g h and then i hit i and i'm just like uh I mean, the thing is, when you when you have a three year old and you're playing against a three year old, you could make shit up. <laughs> Who's going to call you out on it, right? 
I don't know, Kate might call me out on it if I make start making stuff up, because then he'll play with Kate. And then Kate will be like, <laughs> that's no, not that, a real thing. That's not a real thing. <laughs> but Dad said it is. So yeah, I was just, wow. I, was, I, just wow. you know, I just wanted to have you walk right into that and just be like, oh, that yeah. was it. That was my intro. I mean, just, I walked into it early on E because <laughs> I'm like, fuck, there's got to be a fruit that begins with E. I thought you would have gotten elderberry, but yeah, no, E and I. Those are just, you, <laughs> you, you might trip on the first one. Also the end of the alphabet, like if you get through all of that. Yes. What do you get for X? Oh, um. Or Y. Uh, Zigua. Or even V. I think it's Zigua. Zigua. X-I-G-U-A. Don't, I, I don't believe you. X-I-G-U-A. It's a Chinese watermelon. I've looked these things up. No, it is not a Chinese watermelon. It is the Chinese word for watermelon. No, there's, there's, I swear there's an actual like difference between a, like a watermelon and a, uh, a, a Zigua. I hopefully am I pronouncing that correctly. I've only seen it in. There's it. no way you are, but that's okay. Uh, I, Andy, I'm on the Wikipedia page for Zigua. And it means watermelon in Chinese. <clears throat> saying that it's like a different kind of watermelon, I think is like saying that a Granny Smith is a different type of apple than a Red Delicious. Screw you, they're apples. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to allow Zigua to be different than watermelon, then our list of fruits just got a lot bigger. <laughs> Yeah. Try again, sir. Oh, what's the other one? It's watermelon. Um, God, it's... Um, what is it? It's African, and it also starts with X. Uh, I'd have to look it up at that point. <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there, there are fruits that, you know, start with X. There's at least one that... Well, I guess there's... There, was two. Um, it's really funny though. Z, Z. You can actually use yes. zucchini. Zucchini is a fruit. Zucchini is a fruit. Now, if you if you're playing the game so to that level, oh, yep. Corn. So yeah. So welcome to I this episode you should, you of Change the Game. Naming things that are fruit. You should change the game to be the same rules as the location game. So you say a fruit like apricot and then you take the last letter and that's your next fruit although a lot of them end in e so yeah you're gonna run out of e's real fast <laughs> yes yes you are apple I'll start, yeah uh, i'll start apple uh elderberry yambatan <laughs> and then i was gonna say like yellow bell pepper which I would not allow because a yellow bell pepper is the same fruit as a red bell pepper is the same fruit as a green bell pepper. I would accept capsicum instead of bell pepper. Yes, some of the videos that Isaac watched that, you know, were fruits and I bet and you how there's to- like an X pepper. There's got to be an like a, a pepper that starts with X, right? Uh, not that I know of. Because a, a lot of the, like, ancient, not ancient, but, like, the Aztec-based language 
or the Incan language is like there were a lot of X's in there. I don't see any. Nope. Dang. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. You lose. I think it's time to start playing the location game with Isaac. No, no. Isaac's idea of locations are um, the park, close zoo, <laughs> really far away zoo, new okay, zoo. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, a lot of zoos in there. Playground with <clears throat> playground with all the slides. Playground with two rock walls. It's you know, school and home and outside. So yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His, so maybe his, maybe a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a COVID scare this week. In that on Monday. The person I was supposed to be virtually co-training with said like, hey, my son's daycare had a positive COVID test and he has a fever today. And I'm like, well, shit. And he's like, I'm going to go get tested. And I'm like, well, shit. And he's like, my son is positive for COVID. And I'm like, well, shit, because I had seen this person last week in person when I gave him a check. Thankfully, it is all negative. Well, it's not all negative. Unfortunately, he and his family are indeed COVID positive right now. Fortunately, it wasn't until after I saw him. So I'm still clear. Dave, you're talking to the man who spent most of last most of this week home with his kids because there was a positive case at daycare. Yep. And then yep. on Monday, when I go back to work, I'm going to have <laughs> to drive up to Holland, buy a whole bunch of plexiglass... And install plexiglass and shields. Bring it into the office. Yes, because people at your work evidently can't be trusted to be adults. I just work there, man. <laughs> I, I suppose I I shouldn't put you in a position of saying something bad about your place of work. Well, they still have yeah. people up there coming in for recording commercials and that sort of stuff. So it's basically to separate. Uh, what sure. you want, you want people to, to call up and leave voicemail messages and have us use them as commercials. I mean, why not? We, we tried it's that the pandemic. We people we know things are different. We tried that day. If we actually literally had a promotion going, Hey, call in with a call in here. Leave 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 a voicemail message and we'll put that on as a commercial. Because what if what if what if you you kind of did it in a roundabout way? You said, "Here's the script for a commercial. Do whatever you want for it, and then send it to us." You, you it no no Dave no no the why not because. Because people don't know how to do good audio. How many people would record it on their cell well, phone yeah. or, you know, record it in a bathroom or, you know, give us Andy, some... I mean, I work with a bunch of people who, who are getting into virtual training and they're like dialing into the WebEx call and I'm like guys, it's better if you use your computer. And they're like, but I always use my phone. And I'm like, it's better if you use your computer. They're like, why? The phone is is the phone. I'm like, yes, it's better if you use your computer. 
Yeah, I bet I had to deal with that too, actually, because um, uh, Western uh, we carry the Western football games, and the Western radio play-by-play announcer um, is separate from the team. So <laughs> all the away games, he actually has to travel separately from the team because he's outside of their COVID bubble. <clears throat> um. Which was, which was also annoying because Western had their first home game this Wednesday, and he actually got kicked out of his broadcast booth because ESPN was there. So ESPN oh, no. took over. <laughs> yeah, ESPN had to have all their people socially distanced, so they basically just worked their way down the lines. Where they kicked some of the coaches out of the coaches thing, and so the coaches went into the broadcast booth and they kicked him out to basically, you know, sitting up in the. I guess the, you know, Dean level suite and, you know, broadcasting from up there. But, um, for the post game interview for the coaches, he were actually having the coach call into the studio on his cell phone. (laughs) And we were running the coach's audio in on one side, basically of the studio, the play by play announcer out at the stadium was coming in on the other side of the studio. And we're having the two of them talk to each other. But yeah, no, having the coach call in on the phone line, we're like, I'm just like, no, nope, yes, I understand. <laughs> you know, we can do that. So I actually set up um, a SIP connection with one of our remote units. Ah, oh, I I did one of those once. And that one actually, you know, it actually sounds pretty good because it's, you know, it's a digitally encoded audio, not, you know digital to analog back to digital back to analog back to digital again it's ugh. <laughs> not yeah or or analog to digital to analog to digital yeah or any weird bull crap mm-hmm. but yeah no we the the, okay. the audio well, we were getting I'm, from those phone calls was just you know, some of them we literally could not put on the air. We had to call them back and be like, dude, um, we can't put your commercial on because it's literally unlistenable. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Let's try. How do we even get on there? Oh, right. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was stuck at home with the kids COVID. for most of the week. Yep. Yeah. So you were, you were home all week. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I was paid or unpaid or. Well, yeah, what? I was working remotely. So, okay. you know, people emailed, Which people called for you to do, right? Like not actually not that bad I, stuff like physical switches. Well, yes, because I had to, uh, I actually had to go up to Holland. Um, uh, did I, did I tell you about the guy who mowed over our phone and internet out at one of our transmitter sites? I don't believe you did. Oh, um, yeah, I got a, uh, I got a call from our Holland site because you're you're either supposed to the FCC rules state that you're supposed to be able to shut off your transmitter within like three minutes or something like that if the FCC ever calls and so there has to be a basically a constant or a semi-constant remote control aspect of your transmitter right well you know I, I got a call from Holland going um we we can't we can't call the transmitter I'm like well that's not good that's that's an FCC problem right there. Yep. So I went up there. Or no, I had um had one of our guys that we we work with 
uh, he was going up there to work on something else with the the AM station up there. And I said, hey, while you're up there, can you just swing on by this transmitter site and see what's going on? He sends me a picture back. And you know those green phone boxes that are just long cylinders? They're green only phone about... boxes that are... They're only about like long cylinders. Yeah, they're they're only like six inches on a side, but they're very narrow and very tall green boxes. Like the power boxes, but just specifically for phones. Yes. Okay. I I sure yes. Um. Uh. They're called pedestals. So yeah, if you Google phone pedestal, phone pedestal. Yes. Okay. Got him. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, that pedestal was in the grass um, with a couple of big chunks taken out of it because somebody oh, had run over someone it. Someone with right over it? With an industrial lawnmower. Mower. <laughs> oops. Yep. Oops, oops, oops. Yeah, so I had, to, I had to go up there and deal with that again on Wednesday. Yeah, I can't do that remotely. And then <laughs> um, the same day I got our, uh, uh, the, the, our towers any tower that's over 200 feet needs to have lights on it according to the faa and or if you're you know x miles away from an airport needs lights as well which um our battle creek station is down the road from the battle creek airport that is used by the national guard okay so Um, important to have lights on it yeah and (laughs) the the mechanical flasher stopped working so all the all the, so the, the beacons light was there, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't does, turn it, on. It, no, it it was stuck on. It, they, but they're supposed to flash. They're supposed oh. to strobe at the top. Because otherwise, it looks like it might just be a, a thing from the ground. It well, the, the top of the towers are always supposed to flash. That way, you know that's the top of the tower. <laughs> Solid lights are supposed to be on. Well, depending on the height of your tower and the FAA and FCC rules, it's either like every third or half or. It's a whole bunch of... There's lots of paragraphs about it. But that's where you know the side of the tower is then. Okay. So I, you know, I had to go up to Holland, fix that, and then I literally, <laughs> like, came back, stepped at home, got Isaac down for his nap, and then turned right around and drove over to Battle Creek and replaced the uh, mechanical flasher. This thing was literally a motor and some cams that physically opened and closed a switch. Just like on off, mm-hmm. on off, yep, on off, yep. I feel like there's a better way of doing that, and it, the, like, you know, a five 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 chip comes to mind. Yes, but um, that st- mechanical switch does not get any RF interference, especially if I've got you know kilowatts of RF. Yeah, you know, a, cu- a couple. F- you think. Is RF going to interfere with the 555 chip? Like, it's a really simple chip. Dave, I have a computer out at one of our other AM transmitter sites that I literally cannot use any keyboard on. Because when you plug a keyboard in, it thinks it's getting a bunch of hits? It it just, it makes the whole screen just, you know, I get get random keyboard hits. I get, you know, the, the... arrow keys are moving all over it's i i can't do anything with it all right all right they they make they make solid state stuff for that but this was already a mechanical flasher in there 
Uh, solid state for that one for four towers would have been at least at least six hundred bucks for all the RF hardened solid state switching gear. Plus, I would have to rewire everything. Right. I found a guy who could sell me literally a drop-in replacement of this mechanical flasher for four hundred. So cheaper and easier to install. Yep. Yeah. But the motor will go out eventually. <clears throat> yeah, like the last one did, so. Yep. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, sure. So yeah, so that, that stuff I had to do. do, but the rest of the stuff was just, you know, people emailing me going, hey, I can't sign into this, or hey, I can't deal with that, and I just, you know. Easy we, things. We, we set up ourselves to do, you know, be able to remote into basically a, any computer. So it's just like, okay, so now I just sign into the VPN first, and then I remote into their computer rather than just remote into their computer. Right. So not too bad. Oh. Should we hit topics? I suppose. I don't even remember how we got here. There was fruits in there somewhere. <laughs> fruits and COVID. Fruits and COVID. Um... Uh, but we have things to talk about. Fun things. Well, some of them are fun things. Michigan just got its ass handed to it by Wisconsin. That's not a fun thing, at least not yeah. for me. Western Michigan pulled a last-minute trick play to beat Toledo. I love trick plays. Like, it just it's so nice. It's like, I love that. Just the, the last... What was it? The, the quarterback was like... Uh, calling out to spike the ball, yes, and and line up like everyone rushed to the line so that they could spike the ball. Except they didn't spike the ball. He fake spiked it, and he threw it to a wide open wide receiver <clears throat> because everybody on the Toledo line thought he had spiked it. Especially since isn't isn't that something that's drilled into the the defensive line though? Like always, it's it's like a gun, right? Like always treat it like it's loaded. Well, what happened also, which was the icing on the cake. So in college football, you know, if you get a first down, clock stops, right? Right. Well, in order for the, the, the backline judge to say, hey, the clock has started again, he blows a whistle. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, if, if the guy is rushing to do it, as soon as the one judge says, okay, you know, we're ready to go, if the backline judge isn't, you know, is a, is a step behind, it will look like they you know, start the mm-hmm. play, and the backline judge blew his whistle to say, hey, the clock is starting. So everybody in Toledo thought he had spiked the ball, and the Except- ref had already blown it dead. Oh, because the whistle is the same whistle for blowing it dead. Mm-hmm. That's, <clears throat> wow. Yeah, the, the Toledo, the Toledo wow. coach was just ripping into the refs at that point, going like, you what know, do you, you mean it's a touchdown? The ball was called dead. They- yeah, yeah. Which was great to have ESPN on there because ESPN basically just went to their their remote rules (laughs) and stats guy and said, "All right, what just happened?" And this guy went through. (laughs) Well, the you know the ref did this because he was supposed to. That's what he does. So, yep. Wednesday night college football. It's one of those places where like playing by the rules and knowing the rules uh, versus what it feels like on the ground are are two different things. Mm Hmm. So yeah, so Western right now is 2-0. and 
and they've got they got. Does that matter anymore? I mean, Wisconsin I is two and zero. Michigan is like one and two. Like, how are we doing this? Because everyone's canceling their games left and right. Like, oh, we got a player with COVID. We're not going to play. And so what? Like, what's the end going to look like when everyone has a different number of games? I don't know. Like, <clears throat> you know, what What are they going to do for bowl games? Are they Are they going to still have bowl games? I really hope not. Like, I, I like the bowl games, but like, guys, come on. This is not... It, it shouldn't be this hard for people to realize, like, we are in a very special time that requires some very special things. Not playing football is one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the... Uh, well, <laughs> even, even at work, I had literally taken all of our Western Michigan networking stuff out of the rack... So I was trying to reorganize the racks and everything, get everything all cleaned up. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't need the Western stuff this year. I won't need the Western stuff until next, you know, next fall. Let me pull it out of the rack. And then, you know, next fall I can figure out once I got it. Yeah, and then I get the thing going, oh, yeah, football starting up in two weeks. Uh, And then had to put that back on the rack. Thanks. I feel like I missed something. Yeah, Kate's at her desk right now, so. She's having comments. Yes. This time not about food. No, that much I understood. Yeah. I, I missed what the comment was. Oh, I was that I I was sounding like my dad. Ah. I think I'm about to get the comment. There we go. So, speaking of sports, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yes, ESPN is cutting out their esports yes. coverage. Oh no. Why? Because of COVID. But esports is what you can do because of COVID. Oh, it's cuz they're letting people go. Mhm. Oh. Well, that really sucks and maybe if we had taken covid more seriously in the last eight months we'd be in a place where we would have sports again and espn wouldn't have to lay off a bunch of people i'm feeling very bitter about covid at this point yep do you want to be upset at twitch not particularly. What did they do now? So they uh, they were taking down um, DMCA notices from music labels. Yeah. And then they apologized and blah, blah, blah. Well, then later, they were, there was another round of DMCA takedown notices for sound effects. Really? Yes. Okay, so wait a minute. Like... Is this the case of, hi, I am such and such Esquire of the law firm that represents some game studio, and you, I recognize, uh, you are, are playing some of our proprietary noises on your channel, 
And I feel like I could get some points with the company for protecting their IP. Or is this actually the company is going in and being like, we don't want our stuff on Twitch. Like, do you see the difference? Because I'm very curious to know which these, one it These is. were DMCA notices from music labels. From music labels? Yes. But it was, it was flagging things such as bird and insect noises in Hitman Blood Money, police sirens in Persona 5, the grandfather clock in Emily Wants to Play, and wind, wind in World of Warcraft, causing the on-demand version of the videos to be muted. How? According to screenshots, the sound effects above were flagged due to being linked to libraries of stock sounds. And the music label says this is our stock sound of a grandfather clock, and therefore you cannot put it... I thought, aren't you allowed to use, like, some two-second clip of a sound or something? Nope. Everybody thinks that, but that's not true. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> well, shit. I mean, I guess they, they have the legal right, but, like, man, if that... Let me put it this way. If I were anyone of importance at, like, Activision, Microsoft, Bungie, Blizzard, whatever, right? Like, some game studio. I'd be like, well, okay, but from now on, we're not going to use that library. We'll, we'll go find stuff in public domain. Well, now, yeah. But the games are already like, out there. Yeah. And Twitch's, Twitch advised users to mute in-game audio in order to avoid the DMCA clampdown that's taken effect. But the in-game audio is, the, is good. It helps. <laughs> yes, the, this article also had um, <clears throat> the, uh, a link to somebody's Twitter account who um, he muted the in-game audio and he decided to do his own Overwatch music and sound effects. That probably didn't go well no he <laughs> it it was bad yeah so yes yeah, so the music industry right now after you know going after it once again somehow also caught sound effects in the mix that's just such bullshit <clears throat> that's the music industry for you i mean i get that the music industry has been in like dire straits in the last 20 years but like it has been 20 years right napster was 20 years ago Mm -hmm. if they haven't figured out how to keep up with that in 20 years i like i start to think about maybe you're not actually paying attention anymore les just got up turned around on his cot and then sat back down (laughs) was adorable okay what's going on with epic and apple um so uh epic sued apple well epic broke contract and then apple shut them down epic sued apple yes and then apple apple countersued epic yes but apple's also countersued said that they accused epic of theft and sought extra monetary damages beyond the violation of the contract theft yes for the 30 percent that 
Apple would have otherwise taken? Well, no, there was there was the contract, and then there was other. There was another thing. I'm trying to find out where it is in here. Oh, really, Bloomberg? Damn it! <laughs> Stupid paywalls. Okay, let me see if I can get through it in the incognito window. <laughs> here we go. Apple also accused Epic of theft and sought extra monetary damages beyond breach of contract. But the judge did not <laughs> did not think of the. Uh, Theft is part of it. The judge said this is a high-stakes breach of contract case and an antitrust case, and that's all. You can't just say it's independently wrongful. You actually have to have facts. So, yeah, the judge the judge looked at Apple's countersuit and said... Um, oh, my God, this just keeps getting better. What, Andy, what's the end game here? Like, Apple has to settle this, right? They can't afford to lose. I'm trying to think of who's the David they and the Goliath in this. They have to settle. <clears throat> oh, Apple is clearly the Goliath. Yeah, because they, they, they're hosting the thing and they say, okay, we want a 30% cut. And Fortnite said no. Right, right. But this, this goes back to, did, do you remember the story or did you ever learn the story about Miss Pac-Man? No. Do you know... Where Miss Pac-Man came from? No. I'm looking it up so I can get the names right, because otherwise I'm going to totally screw it up. So a, a group of people, um, back when arcade cabinets were not integrated circuits, speaking of integrated circuits, back when arcade cabinets were like just raw electronics on a circuit board, a group of people got really tired of Missile Command because they could just beat it. Like, it, it wasn't a challenge for them. And so they made an expansion pack, a mod kit for an arcade game called Super Missile Attack. And it made the game way harder and, like, added a bunch of new stuff to the game. But Atari sued them, said, like, you are making modifications to our equipment. Can't do that. And this this group went to court against Atari at like Atari's height back in the mid like the early 80s. And in in the course of the the K of the court case, Atari looked at what was going on and said, holy shit, if we lose, we lose everything. If we lose, we lose the ability to control the games. We lose the ability to like have something be Atari because these guys can like anyone would be able to make mod kits for our equipment. And so they settled. And so then these guys turned around and looked at Midway and said, Hey, we just won a court case against Atari for uh, mod kits. And we would like to mod Pac-Man and Midway's like, okay, go for it. We'll publish it. And they made miss Pac-Man. Hmm. That's a, a gross oversimplification, but it's this is the same thing, right? If Apple loses this case, every major app will have its own app store, and all of the other ones are going to use the app store that charges them 15%. What app store is that, you say? The one I'll fucking make. <laughs> I'll do an app store that does 15%. Yeah, hell yeah. And why would you use Apple's store when you could use mine? They have to settle. Mm. They cannot afford that loss. 
How much does Amazon take as a cut for their app store? Probably 30%. Now let's find out. <clears throat> oh, there's also a Wikipedia article, list of mobile app distribution platforms. Uh, cut for developer per sale, 70%. So yes, same as the uh, Apple App Store. Yeah, but if Amazon reduced theirs to, say, 20% or even 25%, but also built in a thing that you could add to your Apple apps to do the the microtransactions through that store instead, like, that puts Apple out of business. Or maybe I'm grossly overestimating how much of their sales comes from the App Store. I don't know. We'd have to dig into the financials for that. It depends. Is App Stores considered services? <laughs> While you're speaking about those financials, can I bring up DoorDash's S1 that was filed? What the heck is an S1? Uh, that's uh, IPO documents. Oh, DoorDash wants to go public. DoorDash wants to go public. I mean, sure. Uber's gone public. Uh, has Eat Street gone public yet? I think Grubhub has. But um, in their filing, um, they basically say that, um, that there's no evidence that DoorDash can achieve, let alone sustain, profitability, or it may ever be profitable. <laughs> is, that, is that something you want to put in your IPO? Well, they they have to they have to follow the rules with the Security and Exchange Commission, so they have to put it in the S one of possible risks to their business model. And what's really ridiculous is the way it treats and pays workers and its own business model are considered risks to them. Well, yeah, I mean, if California had voted down uh, Prop twenty two, which they should have, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that would be really problematic for something like Eat Street or Grubhub or Door- DoorDash, right? This one's DoorDash? Yes, this one's DoorDash, yes. They are all the same friggin' company, I swear to God. <sighs> so they are saying that their own business model, effectively, is a, a danger to their business model. Pretty much, yes. So again, like, seems dangerous to have in your... Um, Thing. IPO, S1, I guess. DoorDash admits that alongside a history of net losses, it anticipates increasing expenses in the future, and we may not be able to maintain or increase profitability in the future. Well, shit. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to invest in it. (laughs) No. (laughs) It also justified excluding its 48 million that it paid for Prop 22 stuff by saying such legal costs are unpredictable and likely to be unnecessary in the future. Because <laughs> we got it to pass, so we don't need to spend that again. Yep. Jerks. Okay. Uh, Andy, I see a bunch of other things on here that are going to make me upset. <laughs> Why are we... All right, Ring put in a recall because their doorbells were setting houses on fire. Yep. Um, oh, shoot, I didn't post that on there either. Uh, was that GM? I don't know. Was it? Yeah, GM recalls 68,000 Chevy Bolts 
over battery fire reports. So not only if you have a ring doorbell and a Chevy Bolt, one of the two of them might burn your house down. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, you know what I, you don't have on here, but is also sad and, and kind of upsetting? <laughs> sure. It won't set your house on fire. Oh, that's a plus. Arecibo. You don't oh, have yeah. anything on here about Arecibo. I thought that was still damaged and still down. Is there something it, it else is, going on with But it a second cable just snapped. Oh no. From the same tower. So the remaining cables on that tower are now on even more stress. The reason I brought that up is because you brought up GM and I, I was like, I was just looking at GM for something. What was I looking at? And like, oh, right. I was looking at the GM test track. Why was I looking at the GM test track? Because I wanted to compare the circle for the GM test track in Michigan versus the Arecibo dish. You want to guess which one's bigger? Uh, the Arecibo disc? Not by a long shot. No, no, it's actually not actually that big. I've actually been there. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, the Arecibo dish is big. But it's like, it's like a, is it a kilometer? No. Arecibo Observatory. How big was that? Was it a 500 meter dish? Like it's big. It's a 1,000 foot dish. It's a 1,000 foot diameter dish. The GM test track is like a three mile diameter. The General Motors Proving Grounds in Milford, Michigan features a circle track that is 4.5 miles circumference, so 1.2 mile diameter. That's big. Yep. So five times the size, diameter-wise, as the Arecibo dish. I love that the, the track is banked, so if you drive the speed limit, you can drive straight, mm -hmm. and you'll just go around the circle. So speaking of uh, test tracks and such, Uber is trying to yes, sell sorry. their self-driving car unit. To whom? The current lead, according to people, Aurora Innovation. Never heard of them. Uh, it's a startup founded by three veterans who worked at Google, Tesla, and Uber. By veterans, you mean veterans of the industry, Right. Not like actual yes, combat yes, veterans. Yeah, three veterans of the okay. auto autonomous vehicle industry who led programs okay. at Google, Tesla, and Uber to try and basically buy Uber's okay. self driving I mean, units for seven point two five billion, I think. Holy shit. That's still a lot of money. I was about to make an Andy what I need you to do joke, but seven billion dollars? Screw that. It's going to be good, though. It's going to be like, what I need you to do is go to the bank. <laughs> get a loan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can get that big of a loan. You can't get a $7 billion loan? The fuck? No, nope. Andy, what I need you to do is make a company and go public and sell everything. <laughs> so that we can buy Uber's autonomous vehicle department. Uh, oh, shit. So, yeah, so Uber uh, just kind of wants to get this... Because it, it, Uber self-driving has not made any money, you know. I mean, no. No, it hasn't. 
despite screwing over their employees. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, they're not employees, right? Independent they're, contractors. They're contractors, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, do we have anything in here that's going to make me feel better? We like it, TikTok. Also, <laughs> I I see that word just TikTok, and I'm like, mm, probably not. But maybe well, like everything else on here looks pretty negative. Uh, the the thing with the TikTok is, you know, how the Trump administration was basically forcing TikTok to be sold to a U.S. company, right? And you know, the main because leader on the board was that TikTok people were like screwing with his events. Yep. Well, you know, um, th- the deadline for that was supposed to have already happened. Ah. Um. Let me guess. Nothing happened. <laughs> Uh, for a year, TikTok has actively, actively engaged with CFIUS in good faith to address its national security concerns, even as, even as we disagree with its assessment. In the nearly two months since the president gave his preliminary approval to our proposal to satisfy those concerns, we have offered detailed solutions to finalize that agreement, but have received no substantive feedback on our extensive data privacy and security framework. So they filed an appeal to the federal court basically saying, um, can you give us more time because um, nobody in the administration wants to talk to us? <laughs> huh. Almost like in the last two weeks or so, the administration has had other priorities. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what those would be. So so the thing is with the TikTok update, it's, yeah, it was supposed to be divested on the 12th, but um, the the administration <clears throat> has just... But stop, stop paying attention to it. No one's paying attention to it because it's not being an issue because no one cares anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, the election's over, so he doesn't care anymore. Nope. He's just been golfing. How many for days? 280. Yeah. Uh, second time. I think he's been. Oh, golfing. I thought it was over 300 now. Hold on. Trump golf. Uh, count. Yeah. Trump golf tracker. Trump golf count dot com. Yep. 286 daytime visits to golf clubs since inaugurations with evidence of playing golf and at least 142 visits. Mm. Yep. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Oh, um, Jim Bridestein is going to step down as NASA administrator. I mean, okay. I, I don't have a strong... I mean, this is the guy who worked with SpaceX to get the the crew so like that's cool i don't know what else he's done I, I don't have a strong feeling either way on this he's been pushing the artemis program which uh has pushing nasa going back towards the moon okay so yeah he's been he's been advancing a lot of the public private partnerships and you know not giving lockheed martin and boeing every single contract um but yeah no he said that um no, no matter what, even if Biden asks him to stay on, he's still going to step down. So uh, let's see what else. Anything good? Uh, how are we doing on timing? Well, we can probably hit the randoms right now. It'll be good. Should I do the random review? Let's hear the random review. I would like to review Hearthstone's latest game mode called Duels. Duel? Like, duel. They added Yu-Gi-Oh? What's Yu-Gi-Oh? Just go on with the review. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
you know the dungeon runs, right? That Hearthstone had the single player yes. dungeon the runs. Single player experience going in like fighting bosses that are not bosses or they they are, but they're uh, yes, I know of them. Okay. So you would start you'd pick a hero and then you'd get a couple of options on hero powers and then starting with uh the Aldemon, you got to pick a starting treasure that was a card that lets you, you know, do something. And then you would pick one of three starting decks, which were only, I think the decks, starting decks were only like 10 to 15 cards. And you'd play the first boss. And then after the first boss, you would get to pick another treasure and you get to pick some more cards to add to your deck. And you right. basically keep doing that process through. 12 wins or 8 wins or whatever, how many ever wins it was. Yeah. Well, um, they basically put that back into player versus player content. So So, other players are the bosses. Yes. You get to pick one of four heroes, and then you get to pick a hero power, and you right now you only get one hero power, but, you know, if you, like in the other dungeon runs, if you basically complete a quote-unquote quest, you'd be able to unlock the other hero powers, and then you'd also be able to pick a starting treasure, and if you complete other, you know, not official quests, but you know things like, hey, play this many cards or heal somebody this many times, that would unlock the other treasures as well. Okay. And then you build a starter deck of 15 cards from your own collection. <clears throat> and then like you, of the cards that you already have. Yes, of the cards that you own, you you pick fifteen cards that you own. Uh, right now, they're out of Scholomance, One Night, Noxramus, Basic, and Classic. So right now, it's just five of the expansions. Well, Basic, Classic, and then three of the expansions right now. And you literally play against another person who is also on their own, basically their own dungeon run, and you keep on playing against other people. And if you you know three strikes and you're out just like arena Mm-mm. and you know you win you you know you keep moving forward till you know either you lose 3 times or you win 12 times just like arena and that's okay so it's it's a combination it's it's arena but instead of a draft it's you start with your deck and then you get treasures you get treasures and you get groups of cards to add to your deck so you get three little okay. card you get three cards in three separate card pools that you can choose from right. after and every... They're, they're all themed. Yes. I know I know that screen now, right? So the, the you beat it, you get the card pool, and it could be like, I want murlocs, and it's three murloc cards, or I want weapons, and it'll be themed to the class that you chose as well. Yes. I'm not sure if I like it. I Right now, I don't like it. Because other because... people are beating you? Or because well, yes, because there's a mechanic that doesn't make sense. Well, because you build a starter deck of fifteen cards from your own collection, and it's either basic, classic, or the three expansions. So, if you're not up on the latest three expansions, you don't have you know you're not starting out on equal footing compared to other people. Now they said that there's a rating system in place, but right now it's so new, everybody is still in. You know, the rating system hasn't worked its way out yet. Right. And according so to the thing here... you're with people who are not at your level. Yes. 
And the other fact is that, that the rating system supposedly is supposed to reset every month. So it's like, well, great. So I'll be willing oh, to play God. during, I'll be that's, willing that's to play during the last week time. of a month. And that's it. Right. After everyone else has, has been settled into their ratings. Unfortunately, everyone else who is waiting until that last week will also be unrated. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I've, I've, I'm currently at five wins and six losses of the games that I've played so far. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm under 50%. Does it cost gold to play? No, that's, that's the thing is there are two modes. There's going to be a free mode, which is, that's all yeah. the, um, that's what the current, you know, beta access is. But then also when it actually goes live, there's going to be a, uh, pay to play mode which is just like Arena, going to be 150 gold, but it gets you better rewards, just like Arena would. Uh, I'm not sure if this casual actually gets me any rewards or not. Man, yeah. I haven't logged into Hearthstone in months because it just... I, I fell behind very quickly at the beginning, and I just never managed to catch back up. And, and catching up just is not interesting to me. Well, mainly I just, you know, during my lunch hours, will play a couple of matches, and I, 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 I can, I will swear, I, I net deck, I net deck all the time. I'm sorry, you what? Net deck. Net deck. Yes, net deck. Which is? It actually came from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> What's Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> exactly. Um, basically, uh, people will post on different websites decks that they've used that have good results. Okay. So posting or, successful decks. Yeah. Like the yeah. the one that I'm looking at now is called uh, HS Replay, and it, it just literally has decks, and you can, you can hook it up to your Blizzard account so it can actually see what cards you have, and it can say, oh, hey, with your collection... Let's see, limit to my collection. I could pick a token Demon Hunter deck here that's got 10,000 games cataloged with it. Win rate of 52%. Or I could try... Oh, there's some Face Hunter decks here. Three Over 3,000 games with a 61.1% win rate. That is entirely buildable with the cards that I have. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I am not a good deck builder. So you know, if you if you, if if duels gave everybody the same you know couple of pools of fifteen starting cards, I'd be a much happier person. But this you know, having no idea that the mage person I'm playing with has you know five of the legendary dragons sitting in their deck, you know, so I'm just playing away, playing away. And all of a sudden, it's like you know, dragon, dragon, dragon. It's like okay, I'm done. Not really much that I can do to that. Just- can't can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel anytime I play that game. Which is why I do arena most of the times too, because arena, you know, you get to just pick from a draft of cards. I think the most wins I've gotten in arena was two. I've gotten two twelve win <laughs> runs, which I'm kind of annoyed because they did a new, um, they revamped progression in the game with this update. And there are achievements, just like they are in WoW. And one of the achievements is to get 12 wins in Arena, you know, for each character. There's a quest for each each character there. And I'm like, 
but I've already done that. You guys should know I've done that. You look look at my stats and see that I've done that. How come nope. you're not giving me the achievement? Nope. Because they want you to do it again. Which I guess I'll have to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, duels right now, it is free. But you do have to, you know, like I said, you do have to start with 15 of your own cards. <clears throat> So, uh, I don't know if I even have 15 cards that would qualify. Well, it, the basic and the classic sets are in there, so that's all the standard cards from the beginning okay. of the game. Then, then that's all of my cards. <laughs> so, yeah, duels right now it's free. Am I going to try the paid version? Probably not. Okay. So, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Why is David Copperfield trying to steal David's cat? Does David Copperfield have a cat? And, like, why would you steal your own cat? Well, yeah, okay, so there's... Or is, is there a more famous David's cat? Is, is David's cat a thing? Because you don't have a cat. I do not have a cat. Uh... The other question is, which David Copperfield are we talking about here? The magician? Wait, about. how many David Copperfields are there? Well, there's the magician. Yeah. There's also the character, you know, from Charles Dickens. Oh, yeah. And then there's also a British comedian named David Copperfield. Hmm. I, so, so which one of them has a cat? Maybe it's the comedian, the illusionist, and the character all trying to steal each other's cats. <laughs> or, or maybe... Maybe, I mean, given that it's David Copperfield, right? Illusion. Maybe he's trying to steal the tiger from Siegfried and Roy, which he himself has named David's cat. Maybe there's a history. Maybe David Copperfield was the one with the tiger first. And so that tiger is David's cat. And Siegfried and Roy stole the tiger away, and now David Copperfield is trying to steal it back. I didn't even think about going the tiger route. But that is a big cat. Cats are more than house cats. Oh, I know. I went to the zoo on Friday. This zoo had tigers. No giraffes, though. Not even a reticulated giraffe? No, no reticulated giraffe. Or splined giraffes? <laughs> there is no such thing as a splined giraffe. But then how do you not reticulate the splines? <laughs> That's the giraffe crossbreeding that we need to have. Dave, I want you to get your math and your Maxis Easter eggs out of here. <laughs> out. I'm out! <laughs> Andy called it! That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net Thank you for listening. <laughs>